Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. This week's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Sign up today and get a 30-day free trial and a free audiobook of your choice. With us is Fred Barnes with the Weekly Standard. Fred, I have a confession to make. I was working on my radio show earlier, and I had the TV, the sound off, but the screen was up, and I saw the line, Obama says, speeches are not enough. I honestly thought he was talking about the new crappy economic numbers and the <laughs> jump in unemployment and the 0.4% growth. He was talking about gun control. Yeah, well, speeches aren't enough on his part either uh, when it comes to that. Uh, you know, he promised uh, in... I forget what speech, some after the Newtown massacre, that he would personally be involved and be pushing for a gun control uh, a bill to be passed, and, and now he's doing that. He's been under pressure to do it, but he has no influence on this issue. This is an issue, gun control and guns and the Second Amendment, that's above partisan politics. Now, there are more Republicans uh, who are opposed to uh, uh, stringent gun control measures, but an awful lot of Democrats are, too. This is why Harry Reid, uh, the leader of the uh, a Democratic leader of the Senate, uh, couldn't even get 40 votes, 40 votes out of uh, 100 senators uh, to back a, uh, a ban on, on so-called assault weapons. He couldn't even get that. You know, there were, as somebody pointed out, there were more votes against Chuck Hagel for defense secretary than there were votes in favor of a ban on assault weapons. And it's interesting because uh, I've talked to people in the Second Amendment community and you can see that they're ready to handle some issues. They're ready for things like looking at the back, the right way to do background checks and to mm-hmm. expand them. That a, a magazine capacity is not, you know, un, un, unforeseeable. But they all come back to the same thing. They don't trust this administration. They don't trust government in general. And, and you saw the new poll this week that sure. government trust is at an, a new low. But they don't trust this administration. They know that the agenda is not simply reasonable controls, that the agenda is how can we uh, somehow stop law-abiding citizens from owning guns. Well, that certainly is the agenda. I don't, uh, I don't trust the administration on this at all either. Now, one thing I would say, though, there is no chance of, uh, of stringent legislation that would uh, either confiscate or, or severely limit uh, the right to bear arms for average law-abiding citizens. That, that's just not going to happen. But, uh, you know, it's always a fear that a, an administration, a liberal uh, administration like mm-hmm. uh, Barack Obama's might try to do that. And it's interesting because uh, if you are looking for an issue that will absolutely keep your base happy, it's gun control. President Obama could have been out the past three months talking about it steadily. And instead, he's chosen to allow to to, in essence, allow others to lead. And now the talk I hear and you're in Washington, Fred, Mm -hmm. you can confirm this, is that the Democrats have missed their moment, that they let the issue slip because they didn't lead. And, And why didn't they lead? Because they were looking for their leader, Barack Obama, who was on one of his four vacations in the past four months. I would I would disagree with you to this extent, Michael, and that is I don't think there ever was a moment. Uh, there was a national angst uh, over the Newtown massacre, and and people would love to see some remedy uh, for that kind of a killing, something that would stop uh, these mentally disturbed killers. But the kind of gun control that's proposed wouldn't have stopped. Uh, uh, Newtown wouldn't have stopped what happened in Colorado, right. wouldn't have, or in Arizona where the congresswoman was shot, and so on. Uh, Columbine wouldn't have stopped that. Uh, so I, I don't think there ever was really a moment, and certainly not now. If there were a moment, uh, it has passed. And so uh, for this reason, Obama may be out there pleasing his liberal base. 
but there's an awful lot uh, of people who are Democrats and who are elected representatives of Democrats in Congress uh, who aren't part of that liberal base when it comes to gun control. And this is what Harry Reid's discovered in the Senate, and it's what Nancy Pelosi will discover in the House as well. Now, something that uh, federal policy can impact is the economy, and that's the one thing the president is spending almost no time talking about. And as I mentioned, we got new numbers in today. Jobless claims jumped last week. We found out that the growth rate in the last quarter of last year was 0.4%. We're looking at a combined around 6% growth over the past three years, which uh, I read in the Wall Street Journal is the worst three years recovery growth rate since the Great Depression. Why I don't understand why there isn't more talk in both political circles and on the street about the current state of the economy and why our political leaders aren't leading on it. Well, you know, I, I fault uh, uh, for the absence of talk about it. I fault Republicans. Mm-hmm. Economic growth is their best issue. It was the best issue for Ronald Reagan, uh, particularly when he could deliver it, as he did uh, back in the 80s. Uh, and, but Republicans don't seem to talk about it now. They seem to be, too many of them seem to be happy to be the party of spending cuts. Uh, which is not the way to win elections, really, even though spending obviously uh, does uh, need to be cut. You know, uh, President Obama is so vulnerable on this issue. Here he is, a guy who, who, uh, who keeps talking about economic growth while demonstrating that he doesn't know how to achieve it at all. He endorsed the Senate Democratic budget that would raise taxes a trillion dollars over the next 10 years and had a pathetic $100 billion uh, for so-called infrastructure uh, a building that was is seemed uh, is deemed by at least by Democrats as a stimulus to the economy. Well, we know from over the last three years that it doesn't stimulate the economy much at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's Obama with this uh, horrible economy that looks like it's getting worse rather than better, and Republicans aren't out there with their remedy and their message. That's uh, uh, a strong one, but they got to utter it. Yes, I agree. And it's interesting with all of the new media opportunities you have. You, one of the complaints I hear is, well, if George W. Bush were president, we had a crappy economy like this. And we had these bogus jobless numbers where a record number of people are on on, uh, on food stamps while unemployment is supposedly following. It would be on the front page. And that may be true, but that doesn't change the fact that the stories are there. And I don't understand, Fred Barnes, why Republicans aren't telling the stories of these blue collar and white collar, but, you know, kind of on the bottom of the income spectrum workers who are getting crushed between the, you know, the, the forces in our economy right now and how a growth agenda would be helping them. And instead, they're living hand to mouth, you know, a 99 cent happy meal to 99 cent happy meal. Yeah, I don't understand why Republicans aren't either. Um, I mean, it's their issue to seize um, and they seem to reluctant to do it. I mean, even Paul Ryan, the chairman of the House Budget Committee, whose budget came out and does have some uh, deep spending cuts, but also has includes tax reform uh, and tax cuts, and yet, you know, he's stuck uh, talking about the spending cuts and the uh, entitlement reforms, and it's going to take uh, a lot of Republicans, particularly the leaders uh, in the House and the Senate, to uh, uh, just change what's talked about, and eventually, if they keep doing it, I think they can have some impact, but obviously the mainstream media is not interested in that at all. They want to uh, uh, talk about and write about Obama as the guy who wants to give you things, and Republicans are the folks who want to take them away from you. Well, at least it's a simple story to understand. Maybe that's why the press likes it so much. Thanks for your time, Fred Barnes. This has been the Weekly Standard Podcast brought to you by Audible.com. Sign up today and get a 30-day free trial and a free audiobook of your choice. Also, check what weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.